Welcome to Love Your Mind and Soul. My name is Nella and this is my safe space where we together learn to love our mind as a result of mental health struggles and heal into the best version of ourselves. In today's episode, I will talk about what flashbacks look like to me, how my inner child played a role in all of that, and finally, how I was able to be in control of my flashbacks. So before I dive into it, you might get triggered, so please proceed with care and just hit the pause button whenever it might get too much. So let's get into it. Flashbacks explained in one word to me were just gross, just fucking gross. You will never know on which day of the week um, something will trigger a flashback, which for me was like a detailed replay of the abuse. Um, the things that would trigger the flashbacks for me were simple things like a romantic movie or conversations like, oh, Nella, when was your first kiss? Um, it would all be just, you know, also sexual abuse actually related topics. Um, for example, when I was going through my healing um, with my therapist, sexual abuse was, was a pretty loud topic um, because there was the MJ case all, all over the news. Um, and it was a big shock and, you know, everyone was a bit torn because he was such a big icon. Um, so it was just spoken about everywhere. And for me, um, a lot of people at work had started to talk about it all the time at lunch, during work hours. And it was shit because work up until that point was my escape place. I would go there to just work really hard in order to keep my mind occupied um, so that I wouldn't have to think about everything that I was just dealing with outside of work. So that sucked, unfortunately. Um, so my sexual abuse took place when I was a child and teen. And once I moved country, I also decided to put those times behind me and hoped I'd never have to deal with them again. Um, those memories aren't just memories. Those memories are also my younger self my inner child, who in short was told, all right, so this happened and it sucked, but we're going to put them, you and those memories, we're going to put them in a box far, far away. Um, and of course, at the time, I didn't realize that's that's what I did. And that's not going to work anyway. Uh, but I was convinced that at the time, I was 15 when I had decided that, that it would work because if I choose to not remember something, that's going to happen. Um, I also didn't realize that that would impact my memory with everything else as well. Um, you know, if I think back now, my memory of my childhood, it's memories of my childhood. They're quite blurry. They definitely have started to come back. But yeah, um, it, it you don't get to choose which memories you put away. Um, it just puts that whole chapter with everything else that happened in that chapter all in that box. Um but my inner child came back strong after a few years and haunted me back with constant reminders of the abuse that definitely did happen. No matter, no matter how much I tried to pretend it didn't. Um, so have you ever seen a child that wants to be included in the adult's convo? Or a child that wants your attention? Um, when they don't get acknowledged after a while, they're going to find anything you say and relate it to them so that they can be part of the convo and get noticed. Uh, you know, so think of it at the dinner table. You're talking about 
um, how was work, work was hard, and the kid just wants to be part of it. And the kid's going to say, oh, school was hard or kinder was hard or anything like that. So think of that. Now look at your flashbacks from this point of view. Earlier I was saying that my flashbacks were related to um, by obvious things such as the MJ stories or as random as a romantic movie that had zero signs of abuse. My inner child would relate anything to the abuse and be like, oh look, they're having a kiss in the movie. Remember your first kiss? And boom, all those memories would come flashing back and my body would just fucking freeze and just that uncomfortableness, all of that, it was just right there. It wasn't just in my mind, it was in my body, it was everywhere. Or when my boyfriend wanted to be intimate with me, that's the same thing, you know, my inner child would be like, that is the same child, uh, the same thing as what happened to you as a child, except it definitely wasn't. The inner child doesn't understand the difference between the abuse and a genuine intimate relationship. So you also got to repair in your inner child. Um, you know, you, you got to really, yeah, raise it again with all the love and care that it always deserved. It's not too late. So I ended up booking a coaching session with Erica, which is a life coach, Erica Kramer, a life coach here. And um, she's known as the queen of confidence on Instagram. And I was just, I needed help. How can I get help with intimacy? Um, so I went to see her. She is Oh my God. Awesome. She's like Cardi B, um, Latina version. Just, I don't know. You just got to check her out and you'll know exactly what I'm trying to explain. Um, she suggested that I should write to my inner child to acknowledge her for the first time in my life. And the truth is that this whole time I had lived by the words that the abuser told me, it's your fault too. You wanted it too, which obviously was all a lie and it was just a big manipulation, but being told that from the start, not knowing what was happening, not being educated, I believed it. And that's what I went with all these years. Um, anyway, she had warned me to plan this letter ahead on a day where I'll have nothing else planned as it will be heavy and I will feel drained. So thankfully, I ended up writing that letter on a four-day weekend um, in 2020 during lockdown. So it was perfect. I didn't have to see anyone it was Easter long weekend. Um, wow. <laughs> Just wow. I definitely needed each of those days to process and just lay low. I was so drained. Oh my God. And I went into a really, really deep rut. Um, I, I ended up just laying on the couch, processing everything. I definitely had suicidal thoughts at one point. It was just everything was just coming through because you got to think about it that box that I had put away right at the back of my memory section and decided that I would never ever open again all of that shit that 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 wasn't just a box that box kept growing and you know just I had to now process all that in f those four days um so yeah in summary I had written to my inner child that I was sorry to have turned my back on her too I had pretended that I had, it never happened to her. And I had felt ashamed of her, the guilt, the self-blame. But it really wasn't hers or mine to carry. She, hadn't, she didn't ask for that to happen. She didn't ask to be abused. She just simply wanted an older brother to protect and play with her. 
And I validated to her that every little thing that we remember happening definitely did happen and it sadly was not our imagination. So that it might sound simple if you're listening and you're not a survivor or you are a survivor and you haven't done this work, it might sound simple, but oh, that is fucking huge. Just validating a little girl who has thought that all this time it was her fault and it never happened and all this shit and now for the first time you're telling her, hey, all of that actually did happen. That's heavy. (laughs) That's heavy. So while writing that, I was crying uncontrollably, like full on, full on on the bathroom floor without the strength in my legs to even get up. I was also allowing my inner child to finally cry. And, like, it was just... You know what? Today, it was actually the heaviest healing exercise I have ever, ever, ever completed. Um, It was just, yeah, huge, 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 huge. Um, And after about a month onwards, I noticed that the flashbacks became a little bit weaker and then they became even more weaker until they eventually no longer popped up. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that this single little exercise, little in thought, but fuck, that was actually huge and heavy, as I was just explaining to you. It was just so heavy. Um, I was finally free from them. I I never thought that I would ever be able to be free from the flashbacks, ever, ever, ever. Like now, if the only time I have a flashback is because I choose to recall it. Um, Like even now I can tell you the story without being triggered and I can I could tell you what happened but I'm choosing to go there it's not the story coming to me anymore I am in charge finally and that's huge having that power back is just it's it's amazing like unless you've gone through it I don't think you understand how amazing it is to have that power back in your hands um so yeah I was finally free from them so now it's been over a year because it was around April 2020 and now we're in end of November 2021 and I still have not had a flashback this whole time Um, I'm still trying to heal my intimacy issues and even then I'm not really having heavy flashbacks like then Um, like it's yeah it's it's amazing and I wish that to every single survivor that's gone through something like that um similar or worse I I wish that you all have your power back um so yeah I still um go back once in a while and I read over that letter that I wrote to my inner child just to see if we find any hidden emotions um but also to just tell my inner child how amazing amazingly brave beautiful and strong she is um just because I did that letter over a year ago back then doesn't mean that you know I still go back there once in a while and I still tell her I love her because it's been me and her this whole time you know um and yeah she deserves all the love now so I actually have a guide on my on a inner post on my Instagram about the inner child letter so feel free to check it out on my Instagram which is at love your mind and soul um but please take it serious and plan ahead for it um maybe even let a friend know to be with you if you don't live with anyone just to let them know to maybe check on you as it will get very very dark um like I was saying it also triggered suicidal thoughts for me 
So just keep in mind that you're purging years worth of sadness in one letter and session. And that shit is heavy as fuck. Um, But at the end of it, it's so possible and it's so, so, so worth it. Um, You know, like I was saying, you get to be in charge of your mind and memories. And I also noticed that with months after that letter, happy memories that were suppressed had also started to come back. And oh my God, like I, I just can't describe the happiness of that. Like I did have good memories, maybe not, you know, like what others imagine, like, you know, riding a horse or whatever. It's it's little happy memories, but those memories um, did shape of who I, shape me into who I am today. Um, so I might do a separate episode on the happy parts of your inner child work. So let me know if you have any questions on my Instagram or even suggestions so I can make sure to keep them in mind for next time. All right, so that is it for today. I thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has provided you with some knowledge, clarity, maybe even guidance. So please be kind to yourself. Um, It is a tough journey, but you got this. You so got this. If I was able to do it, who was the most stubborn person and had promised and sworn to myself to never cross this bridge, you can do it too. So, yeah, I look forward to sharing more of my past, my healing, and everything else that comes along with it. So don't forget to say hi to me on my Insta. I'm going to send you lots and lots of love, lots of positive vibes, and I hope that you have a great day. Thank you.